0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kickstart podcast presented by Pro Taper. It is the Monday after the Glendale, Arizona Supercross, Triple Crown. And uh, A. Ray, Chase, and myself are here in Wildemar in our office. And we got Michael Antonovich remote on the phone. I guess the first thing I have to say about the race was it was a sleeper.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was. Um track design or like the the condition of the track but i feel like the race this weekend was very start dependent it was very like once i i feel like it was just hard to pass right like Mm -hmm. uh once they sort of settled in and got into that you know rhythm right everyone Mm -hmm. was going the same speed i mean you've seen that in qualifying uh you know there was not much i think there was two seconds uh from there was like 12 guys that were in the 58s or something. Crazy. Yeah, so like it, nothing everyone was doing the same thing and uh it was very it was very very close in times and I feel like, you know, whenever the racing's like that, yeah, it's closer but there's really like everyone's going the same speed so it's mm-hmm. making it hard to pass, you know? At least like maybe like on the east coast whenever there's more variables like ruts or bigger, you know, jumps, rhythms that people aren't doing, like more people are making mistakes and people are capitalizing on it so like this weekend there wasn't i mean yes there was mistakes but it's i feel like everyone was doing the same thing and that's whenever you see like maybe some more aggressive passing because if you didn't do that i mean you couldn't really make a pass right i mean you had to get a little bit aggressive
0: even the split lane choose or lose thing it was like everybody pretty much took the same side yeah
1: Yeah, i mean that's that, that stuff doesn't work i mean yeah, I mean it's cool maybe for like the average fan it's it's something new but I mean they've tried it in the past but f- the technology that we have nowadays like with dartfish and everything it just it doesn't yeah you, you see how fast it is and which lane it is and everyone sticks to that line. Mm-hmm.
2: I wish they could transfer over the bales. I will say <laughs> That'd be I will say yeah. in the split
1: lane it looked like it was very tough cutting down that turn and getting mm-hmm. that first three. I think that's where a lot of the mistakes were happening, and that's mm-hmm. why you see like some of the some of the other guys um, fading around the turn and hitting that three on the outside because it yeah. was a little bit easier to get that outside rhythm. That's where Robertson slipped up.
2: Is mm-hmm. he, he went to the far left and slipped on that?
0: You know, they kept replaying his crash, but they never seen him crash. They I, I never, crash, s- yeah. I never saw him. Was he in the? Hole, he was already down.
2: He... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause he didn't get, he, he posted something yesterday and he didn't get hurt, hurt until everyone landed on him.
0: Oh, ah, yeah. that sucks. Yeah.
3: I will say for the split lane, um, that was about as even as they could be. I mean, it seemed pretty good. And I talked to Shane after the race. If you wanted to play the conservative route, you would go outside and hit that three in. But if you were really going for it, um, you know, you would take the inside and then three in, you know, on the left. But then if you really, really were going for it, that was going to be a good place to make a pass at the end of the turn. Cause you would pick up so much speed and then could block off that inside line. And, and it did work for a couple guys, but you could see, I know that they don't show it on TV because I've rewatched the race and they only stick to a couple of guys, the main dudes that are, you know, in the fight all the time, were always sticking to that left side. And mm-hmm. then everybody else was like, yep, I'm going wide. They're just going to yeah. keep just playing it safe all night.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, I was watching it on TV and uh, I'm going to admit, I dozed off a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, this is boring, man. But I, uh, we rode bicycles yesterday morning and mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, captain of the web wagon, what happened to Cooper? I mean, he just, he must've been so pissed. Well, he I didn't mean, get, yeah, he didn't like get it, good starts and yeah. he never, uh, the track wasn't conducive to him.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it goes back to, it goes back to like the track, right? Like. There wasn't much separating it, and uh, he he had to get a good start. I mean, he got a good start in that first one. He finished his second. And Mm -hmm. then um, I think think that second one, him going outside, uh, I think, okay, so the one reason I would say that he did that, Mm -hmm. it's because it's a long start. It doesn't – I mean, everywhere, whenever you have a long start like that, for the most part, it's pretty even all the way down. And I think that all of the good gates – or they had like, um, like bad, they were like bad out of the gate, right? Like there was holes and it was, again. yeah, bad ruts out of the, so I'm sure that's why he went outside. It was a smoother
0: rut. Well, Eli was out with him. Was he? Mm-hmm. Okay. He was you, yeah, I think
2: mm-hmm. he was playing mind games because he went right no, next to Eli, no?
3: That's what it was. I yeah. think it was part of that because on the first one, he was way inside and Eli was outside. And yeah. He was ripping out and just swept over everybody. So Cooper's like, okay, I'll get <laughs> next to him on this one.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And, uh, They all just got hung up too much in in that turn. I will say this. Cooper was playing with Eli all day the best way that he can because if you watch the raw clips from practice, I only watched those two Yeah, because he stayed on him. And although there was a big pace difference in those two, he never let Eli get that far away. And until the third session, it looked like Eli was just heads and shoulders above everybody on speed. And then in the third one, three guys wicked it up, bumped them down, and him and Cooper were – Further down the list. Yeah. Cooper had a great night because he tied with Barsha on points. So he would have, you know, been on the podium, but him going long into that turn and then bumping Jason and then Jason standing him up in the next turn. That's where the whole night came unraveled because Mm. Barsha got him. If he would have passed Jason, because Jason got up on Kenny in the last turn and then they started dicing if he would have gotten Jason clean and not made that mistake, he probably would have reeled in Ken and made the points, and it would have been a third-place night instead of a fourth-place night. But from that point on, that's where it went away. Cooper for that track and, and you know him never really doing that good in Arizona.
1: I think that's a win, did, yeah.
3: He did very well. Yeah. Uh, Eli did much better than I thought he would because all day Friday, that bike was apart. There was never a set of forks on either bike. And then on Saturday morning, it looks like they were still playing with it, and then the shop came off with one of them again. Um, so I think that, like what A Ray was saying on the pod last week, that Eli knew that this was going to be a pretty important one. He's very mm. good at Glendale, but this bike doesn't seem to be the greatest on those slick conditions because it was like concrete. Yeah. Um, Eli did really, really well, did exactly what he needed to do, but again, he's not the fastest guy. If you pull up the lap, the individual lap times, and because it's like Eli one, Cooper two from race one, they're just blow for blow, lap after lap, yeah. and and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the kind of stuff that like, you didn't see him make any ground or do anything like that. But for Cooper to keep him in check like that, where Eli usually would just sprint away. That was, that was a pretty good night, but it was a great mm-hmm. night for Eli to
0: do as well as he did. His starts have come so far. Right. In a couple of Crazy. years. I mean, every start, you know, I would just watch him in mm-hmm. every start. He's up front. He's back on the cable. Huh?
1: Mm-hmm. He's back on the cable ever since he went blue crew he's mm-hmm. on the cable. And he's good.
0: uh hmm yeah.
1: Wow. yeah. Which is weird because in the MXGP, you see sewer and these guys, are, they're well, running hydraulic. The hydraulic. Yeah. But I guess, I guess that's just rider preference, right? I yeah. mean, um, he's mentioned he's been very vocal on it. Like he's, he didn't like the, uh, the hydraulic clutch and now he's got the cable.
2: And I he feel said
0: like he would have retired if the bike was hydraulic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Anton, was
2: this the first press day we didn't see uh, Eli at this year? I feel like he's been doing every single week's.
3: See, and that's kind of what I think that they were doing something with the suspension yeah. because the bike was never put together all day. Yeah, and that's it, a pretty close race that, like, they could have been doing something at his house or mm-hmm. something like that on Friday. I don't mm-hmm. know. But then, again, I was I asked somebody uh, on Saturday. I'm like, hey, man, is, has, has the bike been, like, put together all day or did, like, the front end just get done? Because I had they had um, the chrome, like, yeah. holographic-looking uh, decor visuals kit. And mm. so I needed to get you know a straight on shot of the bike, well, because there was never forks on the bike, I couldn't do it. yeah and I was like, "hmm, and then even later in the day, I saw Gilly working with some stuff, so yeah, he wasn't there on Friday, and I'm sure there was maybe a reason, mm. but um yeah i'm I'm sure that they were doing a little bit more fine tuning with that suspension.
2: interesting. <clears throat> I thought the Chrome graphics were sick on the star bikes,
0: you know, it was sicker his green kit. Yeah, you like that I, stuff. I well. like that kit on a Yamaha. It's good. Yeah,
2: I don't like it from the back. But huh? I don't like the way it looks on the back. Green, like just all the green. Too much green. Yeah. Oh.
0: Um,
1: you you guys want to talk about kits right now? No. Prodigy. The prodigy. <laughs> the prodigy. <laughs> the prodigy. It dropped sick. April eighth. We got a win. We got Juju Bomber. Ba- <laughs> I don't know
0: how. Dude, that called. kid was on it. Dude, hey, he's
1: on, He's sixteen. Jet ski
2: world champion.
1: Jet ski world champion. Freaking arizona supercross futures winner yeah just winning in the freaking o'neill prodigy he was yeah. enjoying the ride out there so he gave it a winning yeah. debut so which which o'neill prodigy do you guys like better do you like the blue or do you like the black <laughs> uh, i got the black yeah i like i got the black
0: but i want the blue also it's cool
1: i got i got i think i think i got the blue i want the black mm. it made me look a little bit slimmer but i like i got i got the blue yeah it's good
0: did you try it on yet i have not I think that unless I got some crazy jersey, I think that this year's prodigy jersey runs smaller. Because mm. okay. when it came, I was all excited. I was like, "Yeah!" Because you know, well, we got them like two weeks ago. Yeah. And I, I like literally put it on in the kitchen, and the medium jersey was like a road bike jersey.
1: I uh, honestly, I almost wore it um, yesterday on our mountain bike ride.
0: Oh, you should have.
1: <laughs> I should have just because I knew it, it, it had dropped like the day before, and I needed some content for yeah. it, but. I ended up just reposting Juju that one. So Yeah. So Dude, so what's what's I, know, your, I
2: couldn't tell if I was I was scrolling through A-Rays Instagram on Saturday or O'Neill Racing because so I was like, wait, when yeah.
0: are, <laughs> when are we when are we announcing the winner of
1: the O'Neill Prodigy Gear?
0: No, that O'Neill's choosing that. One. Oh, O'Neill is. And oh. I think I think they're giving out like a bunch of sets because everybody <clears> that got that email, it said, "I've teamed with O'Neill, give it away, right? Yeah. So I'm giving one away." my Live's giving one away. Oh, you're wow. giving one away.
1: Dude, I'll give one away.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well you didn't post Is it. Is Dahmer
2: giving one away? Dahmer, you giving one away. I thought I posted away? it. Oh wait.
1: Nope. I didn't get the memo on the posting. Oh. I don't
2: so. know what you guys are talking it's about. Because you're inactive. <sighs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs>
1: but uh oh
3: well. Hey, oh, yeah. one thing about Juju that's so funny. That kid's got this like really nice white lifted pickup with like, yeah. typical oh, black God. wheels and all yes. that. Yeah, but the, then r- the brand new number plates. Yeah, dude. The dude. number plates <laughs> in the back window is the biggest. Flex Bro,
1: Dino,
2: oh, you know? yeah. his number one is NA plates. Yeah. When dude, you pulled I... up to the the
1: Menifee Supercross track last week with that, I was like, oh, <laughs> dude, Dino we went place. on. A, so like we went on a we went on a mountain bike ride and like all three of us met up at Dino's house. Like I don't know, this is probably like a month ago. Yeah. And dude, he rolls up. And like Dino, he like rolls out of his house, you know, like we get dressed and like Juju, he was a little bit late. So he pulls up and he parks and Dino's like, is this dude fucking for real? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and then, and then Dino's just like, bro, chill, chill. Like the whole time. Like, dude, had, like, hey, bro, did you been <laughs> Just ask him. <laughs> <laughs> so dude, funny. this shit was funny,
3: man. When so I good. interviewed him. When I interviewed him for How Was Your Weekend, I'm like, hey, dog, are you, are you driving that white truck with the number one place in the back? And he had this, like, little smile-like cracks. He's like, yeah. I'm like, that's fucking tight. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude.
1: That's sick. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like, I probably would, too. Even if I had a top Hell 10 of yeah. Loretta's, I'd, I'd be putting, like, I would just stamp my <laughs> results on the back of the thing. Yeah. Put the metal back there? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's you better fun. get, you better bet i kept my gatorade towel after i Far. did.
1: It. dude honestly like with my results at loretta's you know how they like get that big ass sword sword well you know like it's either like a sword or a surfboard or something like a few times board, i think yeah weightboard but a few times it was a sword mm-hmm. It was like a big ass sword yeah i would have like a kitchen knife for my <laughs> results
0: pairing knife yeah a like a fucking yeah yeah but, hey, Colt Nichols uh, put the prodigy out front in the third main. Dude, he
2: looks good. Dude. Super yeah. consistent night.
1: Yeah, what was it? Eighth, eighth overall, I think. Yeah, eighth yeah. overall. Yeah, no, he was good. And he's been good this year with his starts. Mm-hmm. Um, he's struggled a little bit to stay up there, I feel like. Um, but that that just comes with experience in that class, right? I mean, like, you would assume that it, the longer he stays in that class, the more he starts up front, the more he stays up front. Like, he'll, he'll just get a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, good rebound. He's been off the bike for a while, um, so yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll look for him to to really build these next few weeks.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so it was Eli Sexton got second, Barsh
1: got third. Yeah, yeah. So, it, do you guys want to elaborate on the whole triple crown like thing? Because I was so confused. I was, I was like, f- wait, did Sexton? W-? I had to re- I had to relook at the results Oh, because
0: yeah. there's three triple crowns. Yeah, he did the best out of yeah. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I was thrown off guard. I had to like re-watch it this morning because I'm like, wait, who
0: won? Yeah. yeah. I don't, was there a cash bonus for that, Anton?
3: I don't know. I, dude, you want me to be real? I don't even think Mike Muey knew who to give the trophy to for a minute. I thought he was like, hey, I'm going to hand it to Eli. And they're like, and now Mike Mewey giving Chase X in the trophy. And all three of them looked at each other like, what? And then and then the camera turned and Muey turned. And he's like, oh, yeah, here you go, dude.
0: Oh, maybe he no. thought it was the, the triple crown trophy from that event, not the yeah. overall triple crown. Yeah, huh. they've
3: done that for a couple of years. Because I remember when Eli won the first one, and he was not stoked.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he was
2: not stoked. No, because he... no,
3: because it was he he lost the main championship that year. It was like yeah. a bad year. Yeah, uh, and they're like, "But you got this one," and he's just like, "Yeah, thank you." A lot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Consolation. <laughs> huh? How uh, did you get him after the race? Was he pretty stoked? No, on so
3: TV. they did um, they did the uh, drug testing again with oh, Agus, yeah. the new company that's doing it. Mm-hmm. But um, he ain't really been doing a lot of post-race interviews. Let's put it that way. As yeah. soon as he gets uh, out of the press conference, he's gone. So I think that where a couple other guys will, they're just like the media scrum has been great and everything. And there have been a lot of guys to do it. But it's really weird when he walks out of the press conference room that the scrum is in front of and he sees us and then just looks the other way and walks away. <laughs> So nobody's getting them. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, it's funny is, uh, Jeremy Coker. When we we're at the Toyota of Escondido thing, I was like, Oh no, Eli to mine. And he goes, look, the way I keep Eli happy is I don't make him do stuff like this. Yeah. So, yeah. no, let's just imagine like however many years into your career and you have to do all that stuff. Oh yeah.
3: Oh yeah. Uh, I get it. I get it. Especially if you had to retell the same story to five different people. Like, yes. I, I understand. Totally. Um, so that's cool. I mean, no harm on that one. It just sucks because, I mean, that's that's a big win. That's 51 wins. You know, it's a big swing back into the championship and all that stuff. And uh, I, dude, there's got to be so much that, you know, for somebody else would go a lot to it, but he is so focused on the end goal right now that anytime anyone is mentioned, like, what about this or what about that, he's like, I don't, I don't care. Like I've heard him say that in interviews on Fridays. Like I don't, I don't care about that stuff. I just want to do the main championship
0: yeah mm-hmm. what are your thoughts man do you think uh if he wins the title this year he's already committed to the outdoors is there any chance of him coming back next year or... yeah i
2: think he's coming back you do yeah you do yeah uh, see, i'm kind
3: of i thought
0: a I couple weeks
2: so. ago
3: maybe but i'm thinking the other way right now I d- he's he said that he's not having fun in this battle like when yeah. it's really pressure filled like that and i don't think I don't know. He made like, that decision whenever he announce- was winning, like, easily at the uh-huh. end, at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year, you know? Mm-hmm. I could see them, like, getting a couple races into the outdoors and be like, yo, this is it. Like, this is the farewell tour. That's why we extended to this far.
0: Yeah. I don't think he's coming back. I don't think I, so. I think that's tight, too, like, to go out on top, like Dun- the way Dungey Dun- did. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but, but you can also make a case for leaving money millions on the table. Yeah. of dollars on the table, right?
0: I don't think he needs it. Yeah, no, but it's
1: always good to fucking have.
0: Yeah. I want to say
3: it was Mathis or Weej. Somebody was talking to John Tomac, and John's like, yeah, he doesn't know what he wants to do when he retires, though. And that's like a big problem because when you dedicate 31 weekends of the year, but then everything else that goes with it, and then you have all that competitive edge and the nerves and the excitement, like, what do you go do? It's scary as hell.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I I mean, mean at, at least out. he's got... You're living in that fear Well, right yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's definitely scary. It's, I mean, it's obviously more stressful for me because I'm fucking broke as a joke, you know, and he's got money. But still, like, it still weighs on you, you know? Like, you still want to... You're always going to be a competitor. You're always going to have that, that, like, oh, I want to fucking win, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I mean... <sighs> Either way, I mean, yeah, I mean, he can kick back with his feet up, you know, for the rest of his life for sure. But I mean, I'm sure that's not what he wants to do. I'm mm-hmm. just like, you think about like all of these other guys that got into different sports, right? Like, um, like Johnny O or like Jeff Ward or just like all these people who, whenever they were done racing, they weren't done racing. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, they just the- found a different niche. Mm
0: hmm.
3: And the thing about that is, too, like, we know Eli likes driving cars, but there's never been this big expressed interest of, like, yeah, I want to go do this later, like James did or, like, Jeff Ward did yeah. or whoever. Or like, Ricky. Like, Ricky told you in that last year, like, yeah, I'm going to race Supercross and then I'm going to race NASCAR next year. At that, but,
2: In that same point, though, like, I feel like Eli, for whatever reason, like, it's, it's his choice, but he keeps that side of his life so, so private. Mm-hmm. Like, he don't even – I remember – a couple years ago Benny was telling me about one of his cars and I remember talking to Eli like off the camera about it and Eli just felt so uncomfortable that I Well, I, I think someone knew, someone right?
1: mentioned it on the pulp show not that long ago, right, mm-hmm. too and he's just like, "Yeah, I don't want to talk about the things yeah. that I have." He's so, like, "Yeah, I'd rather not talk about it." Yeah, I don't know. It's weird.
3: You know, for him not to race next year, like the only thing that I think would be the biggest bummer is because with Jet coming in, and I'm not like, whoa, on the jet wagon or anything like that. Like, wow. Ah. But you want to see that. Like, yeah. Eli is the guy of this generation now. You know, like, Cooper's great, Ken's great, all that. But, I mean, Eli is the guy now. He is – It's the record book defines that. For right. Jet to be the next guy, you want to see at least the passing of the torch with a couple – and competitive you, races, yeah. and we're going to get that this summer. But I mean, yeah, and, and you let's know, be a little greedy and get one more year out of it when yeah. Jet's really good.
1: Yeah, and and you know, like you're going to get those YouTube comments, right? Like from those fucking YouTube freaking people, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh, Jet, he he would have bet, he would have beat freaking Eli, at Eli's best, blah, blah 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 You know, just you're you're just going to hear All those
0: it. fantasy comparisons Yeah, yeah, McGrath at his peak, Eli at his peak. Yeah, come on, yeah. Different times, different bikes. Definitely different trends, different tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anything else in the 450 class to talk about? Mm,
2: AP, rough day.
1: Yeah, AP, rough day. Um, AC, 777. Mm, decent. Jackpot. Jackpot. Yeah, Jackpot. Uh, Dino got his first top 10 of the year. Nice. Yes. Um, Christian Craig, that's a bummer. Uh, mm, yeah. Dislocated hip, dislocated elbow. Man, that sucks. Okay, so I've I've dislocated my hip before. Not like I've broken my elbow. I was super young, but I recently I dislocated my hip. I would not wish that on the worst enemy ever. Like it is the most painful feeling ever. Yeah, like I'm still like it still hurts me. Like I'm still dealing with it. I don't know. Like just sucks, man.
0: Yeah, it's funny because when Anton texted us, mm-hmm. it was Christian that got hurt. I sent him a text and he wrote back like right away from the hospital. Mm. I was like, I hope they get everything back in buddy thinking about you. And he wrote, Oh, the, mm. the hip was easy. They put that right back in. He goes the at elbow, the
1: races or at the,
0: I don't know. He didn't elaborate. But he said the hip was easy. <clears throat> the elbow is the bad thing. Cause it's also broken, I guess. Mm. Mm-hmm. So they have to have some sort of surgery on it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: you, you know, so as that happened, uh, that was in free practice and that I shot that one from the stand so I could do the video. And you know, you see all the medics with him and I watched him try to get up. Like he leans up and then he just lays right back down. And you're like, dude, if Christian does that, you know, it's pretty bad. Yeah. And so then as the medics came over, I thought they were going to red flag the session, but they just kept everybody to the right of the whoops. Cause there's only a minute or two left. And then uh, Coker is the one that's like on the phone calling. I, I'm, I'm assuming page or someone yeah. to tell them what's going on. And like, you know, Christian and, and Jagger went to the races by themselves this weekend, and that mm-hmm. was super cool to see on Friday and everything. Uh, so I was talking to Coker at the end of the night. I'm like, hey, man, brother to brother, like you're a good one for having to do that for him. And He's like, oh, yeah, that's what you do. And I'm like, where's the kid at? And he's like, oh, he's wide open today. This is the best day he's ever had at the track <laughs> because there's nobody here to tell him he can't do anything. Yeah, that that, I think that he does it, Christian.
0: I said, how's Jagger doing? Is he freaking out? He goes, no, he's still at the track living his best yeah. life. Yeah, dude.
3: I think he ate candy from every truck in the pit area. (laughs) And then, uh, the Yamaha VIP experience, like Jimmy Dakota's baby salad the rest of the night. And Coker's like, yeah, we're going to invoice Christian that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just hope that they got that thing back in at the, at the track. Like I, I, um, I think it's like an hour before start, like stuff starts, uh, Stretching, stretching. stretching and everything. Like if it's out, uh, mine was, mine was like an hour and a half. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just I just hope they got it in quick as possible. If yeah, I mean, not, maybe maybe, maybe it,
0: Bodner and the crew got it in. Actually. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I hope so too. You know, I mean, um, yeah, fuck, that sucks,
0: dude. What really sucks is Christian's really starting to find a stride now. Yes. Right? Yeah. Getting comfortable on that bike and then 450. And mm-hmm. I was looking forward to seeing him outdoors. Yeah, me like, too. Okay, if it's a broken bone in the elbow, how long do you think he's gonna miss?
1: Mm. It just depends on what it is, right? I would have to ask Davey on that one, cause Davey tore his elbow up pretty good. Like I did this whenever I was like eight, so mm. yeah, I don't remember. I just remember I was in a fucking cast
2: like this, dude. Up to yeah, yeah, up to my shoulder. To my pit. Yeah, it's horrible, terrible.
1: <coughs>
0: yeah,
1: your uh, elbow looks good,
0: uh. dude. You're sketchy, bro.
1: <laughs> you're sketchy.
0: Got this one. Sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you should get like,
1: dude, honestly, you should just get a sketchy tattoo like right here. So like every time. Forearm? like It just yeah. fades away slowly and slowly. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's so scratched up all the time. Yeah. Damn.
0: It doesn't even hurt. It doesn't even hurt because all the nerves in my arm are dead. Yeah, I bet. But yeah, Christian, if you're listening, sending the best vibes to you and the family. And uh hope the surgery goes well and, and get better um 450s
1: yeah i want to talk um how'd you guys feel about the moran's deal dude so like i i understand i understand where you're coming the first from. first turn yes yeah. <laughs> like i i understand that you have money on the line but you also have to respect that like you're not the only one on the track and there's literally a championship going on <laughs>
0: Does he, wait? He has some bonus for every yeah, hole. Yeah, it's Like five
1: thousand yeah. bucks or something. Five, five grand for a main event. I think it's a little bit different for Triple Crown, but there is money on the line.
2: Dude, yeah. that was so. <laughs> I, I mean, like his mentality—just hey, just hit the inside gate <laughs> and go straight. You know, just be the last Never one to shut off. off. Yeah.
1: yeah. Granted, he had a great start. Yeah. Again, yeah,
0: totally. He always does. But. A
1: little bit, a little bit too heavy on that. I, I believe, for me.
0: Who else? Who it's else it's went down with him? Anyone? Uh, no just him no it was just him but like it it screwed up it
1: screwed up a couple of the the top guys and
2: Sexton and there's someone else right there too for sure
1: and from my understanding I feel like a few of those guys were not happy
3: yeah oh no they weren't because he texted me and asked me to come over to do how was your weekend and he's like hey I need to plead my case because like yeah I, I messed up but like I had AP right next to me and I was like going with him and then I misjudged it and this is what happened but what blew me away is like I just saw this body in like purple pants like spinning and flipping through the air <laughs> and he and jumped right he, up. He, yeah, dude, and then he made a pass like within two corners. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, what the I was like, dude, I couldn't believe that one. Cuz yeah. I thought that like he would be dead. Yeah. You know. Uh I agree that yeah, he's got to be mindful of that and like, you know, he Kevin Kevin's racing for very different things and I think that that's something that that everybody's got to keep in mind, like 22 guys all have 22 different objectives and the money that Kevin's making is way different than the money that Barsha is making, which is different than the money that Eli's making. Yeah. And so it's a tough deal. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, really, I understand really that, that it's deal. like a tough deal. I, I understand Kevin's case. I just think that there needs to be a little bit of more of a level of respect.
3: Yeah. yeah. No. And I agree too. I agree. Like that, that's the kind of thing where everybody's got to know. And I don't think some other guys would have done that some other privateer dudes or whatever, but that's no fault of Kevin. Like I'm not blaming Kevin. He's just a great starter and he saw his chance to make some more money. And, and he's been building for the last few years. He's got some good momentum on his side between all the people that know him. Ricky talking about him on TV because of the time he spent at the farm back in the day. Like Kevin's built this nice little following. And Mm -hmm. so he's just trying to get that to the next level. And I think it's just like the thing where we talked about before when guys have the speed, but they're trying to reach that next step. You're going to make those mistakes to figure it out, and I think Kevin's trying to reach that next step of public you know, perception and notoriety, and he made that mistake this time.
1: Yeah. Hell, we've all made mistakes. Yeah. I definitely have.
0: Hey, so he's on an older KTM. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm. So we have guys like him. Hill Brothers. And the Hill Brothers on the older KTM, and then you've got a lot of guys on older Yamahas. Is this the heaviest uh concentration of one-year-old bikes we've seen at the highest level of the sport um
1: i think guys like kevin and uh the hill brothers i think that there's just a lot of uh, knowledge with that that ktm they know yeah. what works uh i think the engine might be a little bit better as well mm-hmm. um and just parts, parts. availability yeah uh that, i mean that's what i know like mainly on the the yamaha right because that's why harlan has a 22 because he couldn't get any 23s nor could he have uh uh get any parts so yeah I I wonder if
2: that's going to continue next year too, because from what a couple other guys are saying, we can expect another new chassis next year for the Austrians. So, dude, that's terrible, which is crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. Kiefer's saying there's going to be yeah, there's no
1: way, which is insane. Like, I'm sorry, I know you guys are like, I I would never. There's there's no way that I would spend twelve, thirteen grand on a motorcycle just for it to fucking be outdated in a year. (laughs) For me to for me to for me to buy a motorcycle and then can't get parts for it for a year. And then as soon as my parts do come in, it's outdated. An, yeah. It's outdated. <laughs> like <would> suck, yeah. <laughs> I love my Yamaha though. <laughs> At least I know that like, mm-hmm. it, like for the next four years, I'm going to have an amazing motorcycle,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? Hey, how does Benny like his uh, Loves wheels?
1: Loves them. Loves them. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Because, um, last week, or, I don't know. Was it last week or the week before last? Um, that he, he's, Yeah, he shot me a text. He was, was like, hey, week. man. Last week. Yeah, I shot him over to John Anderson. He just freaking, yeah, got him a set of wheels. Mm-hmm. They look like the good, like too. Yeah, I like the blue. Yeah, the blue, blue. kind of cool. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Hey, Ray, did you hear the horror story about your two teammates on the same day?
2: No, what did they do?
1: I heard that they did good, and then they both watered they
3: all, up. On practice. Oh, no. Like, during the week. Within an hour, both of them had a stock hub break.
1: <gasps> I within mean, within an
3: hour, two different parts of the country, and and like Yamaha's taking care of it. So this isn't a knock on anybody. It's you guys just pushing these bikes and stuff like yeah. that. But Benny yeah. had uh,
1: no. I I seen I seen Benny's. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and then went into the case, and then oh. Grant oh. like an hour later. Had his wind up, but his engine's okay.
1: Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I, I didn't know about Grant's, but I knew about Benny's. Um, cause yeah. Because Benny had actually called me while I was at the airport, and we were, he was sort of talking to me about it. But, like, I feel like for privateers, you're starting to see this stuff, right? Because you think about it. We're winding down towards getting closer to the end of the Supercross oh, season. Wow.
0: All, the, all the hours on that. All
1: the hours, all the time, all the whoops that they've been, like, practicing, step-on-step-offs, everything. Like, it's... A, Like these wheels are timed out, but you have these guys that maybe like stretch it a little bit too far and, you know, availability and and stuff like that. So like, yeah, I mean, you're starting to see, you know, some bike failures and stuff like that. And I feel like it's just, you know, this is where it gets difficult
2: for those guys. Even the guys on some of the satellite teams are, uh, that I know of are, are riding bikes that were practice bikes last year that are freshened up now because they've got so many hours on their, their current bikes. Right.
0: Yeah. Mm Yeah. Hmm. is it uh we're getting to that time of year around here Mm -hmm. where it's no fun to ride during the week because guys are starting out outdoors already yeah
2: i know i kind of wanted the moto this week but i I have a feeling it'll be like that
0: (laughs) yeah oh we we didn't need to talk about jason anderson yeah so uh is he
1: okay yeah he's fine i think
0: yeah so uh yesterday we had easter sunday easter sunday dinner and casey was at glendale flew home so i uh, had easter with him because he's part of the family now <laughs> but uh he said he overheard like when jason got up and was walking off the track uh i forgot who the pr guy the coward pr guy but he was like hey hey, hey. text kenzie that i'm okay you know because she's home uh, oh, yeah. uh, she's at home they're gonna have their baby any day now Oof. And, um, i texted him on friday i think i said oh big stress daddy to be and he goes dude you don't even know
1: But uh, he can't even come get his bicycles,
0: yeah. I know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. He's all he's all once we have the kids, we'll break those bicycles in, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Yeah, we have two of El Hombre's Scott bicycles in our lobby here, just waiting for them.
1: They look sick, they do look good,
0: yeah. Um, hey, let's do our race tech read of the week. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company with over 35 years of providing factory level suspension to the everyday rider. In addition, Racetech engine services provides machining services, parts, and tuning for many of the world's fastest privateers and OEM and factory teams I can't talk about it. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. I might have to send my two stroke to Racetech. You should, probably should, yeah. What happened? So I think that, you know, like when we gave uh, my two stroke to Nico, Izzy to race the straight rhythm and someone did the suspension for him. Mm -hmm. And I said, Hey, 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 it has to be put back to stock. And then, so we got the bike back after straight rhythm and it was really stiff obviously. Mm -hmm. And so the guy that did the suspension picked it up, brought it right back. I think he just took the springs dude. Yeah, and just left the Supercross valving. My bike was so stiff on Saturday and bouncing around everywhere. And it was Dude. not good. I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, let's go to break. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: we'll be back for more Kickstart podcast presented by Pro Taper. The SV Inventions supports the sport of motocross with innovative products like the original unbreakable folding lever, on-the-fly adjustable clutch purchase, rotator front brake clamps, Y-handle tools, and more. ASV is also a distributor of products like ODI Grips and the innovative Gate King Tailgate Adjuster. They're also a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Race Series and their trackside at each and every event. Their Amateur Racer Support Program is open year-round, and you can apply for support at hookit.com. Learn more about ASV products at asvinventions.com. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels, and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA get a nice little discount too. Check them out at wusa.com. Hey, what's up guys? It's Malcolm Stewart here. I ride for the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna and I've been training harder than ever and I've been using guiltless food company for my performance on my motorcycle and it's been doing a phenomenal job. I've been with these guys for the last four years and I give meals every week and it's just easy for, for me to come in on a hard day's riding throw it in the microwave and my meals are ready to go and it's fit ready meals provided for me you can sign up online
1: and by using guiltlessfoodco.com or go to their local Temecula store
0: and get your meals in person set yourself up for an easy win by going to guiltless food co
2: what's up this is christian craig as a motocross racer being in top physical shape is a must and my favorite way to train is cycling and whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in
1: perfect running order.
0: Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when
1: it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long.
0: Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is nine times X Games gold medalist, Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my Intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient Sniper cross-country bike, to the aggressive Primer and Tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing Taser e-bike, every Intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Wait, um, why can't we say it?
2: I just don't know if huh? we can. I,
0: <laughs> We're going to see the triumph this weekend. That's what the rumors say.
2: <laughs> the rumors say that, yes.
0: Like I'm excited. excited. I'm Online excited. Online at the track? You think?
2: Uh, the The rumors I have heard is that we will see it Saturday at do, the track.
1: Do we just see Jalik Swole like in a freaking pit shirt already? I, I don't think that. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are they like announcing riders? Like, what are they doing? Or, or we're just semi the there. Maybe
0: everything. Carmichael's going to do a wheelie down the start straight on or something. That'd be sick. sick. What? Yeah. What do you guys think? What color? Maybe hot is it sauce. Be? I think I it's going
2: to be really dark gray. Dark gray? I think so.
0: I say brown. <laughs> brown? Can you imagine, dude? <laughs> like you know, I that mean, Churvy's brown kid. For
1: some reason, I was thinking that it's going to be red. But dude, there's already two red there's motorcycles. Too many red bikes. And
2: Ducati's <laughs> coming. That's too many red.
1: What if it will do yellow?
2: No. I, I I bet it's black or like dark gray.
0: What what is there a a, a brand color for Triumph? Street That's Park? A, I don't know. I don't know. I just think black or gold.
1: I know people who've seen the bike, but they don't know what color it is. They don't know. Well, like I mean, I don't know what they I mean, won't talk. Yeah, they won't talk about it. Oh, it's yeah, embargo. Yeah, yeah. Hmm.
2: It's embargo. What if it's
1: clear?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> crazy? made that clear plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was strange. Hmm. Com- uh,
2: comment below. What color you think the triumph is going to be? Yeah. That'd be. I know. say brown. Brown would be kind of.
1: I feel like their colors are kind of like gold and
0: gray. Yeah. Though, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I would. I would. I would assume like what feels like gray and yellow, like
0: just like an well, old what, school. Husky. Wait. What color? What colors are left? There's red, blue, yellow, green, Pink. purple. Is there a white bike right now? You know, huskies I are see. white. What
1: if it just came oh. out gray, like Nami, Team Nami? That would be
0: sick. With purple? Yeah. yeah just that'd be
1: gray different. and purple.
0: That would be good. Good, good, yeah. good. So, uh, before we talk about 250s, two stroke world championships this weekend? Okay. Because we're kind of talking about how shitty I was on it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you're just you blaming guys, the bike. Did you guys see the start? Yeah, I, I seen the start. <laughs> <Everyone's> <laughs> Open Pro it. Moto One?
1: Yeah, no, I see, I seen the start and so yeah, that was the first race of the day
0: first pro race of the day yeah
2: see i would have if i had seen that i would have loaded my bike up and left I would yeah just...
0: so when i was filming it uh-huh. like i I'd i have been fighting somebody, it, and i saw mosman and stewart <laughs> get together and i saw them crash but i was following tilford as he hole shot mm-hmm. and i didn't know that it turned into domino effect and took out 10 guys and then when i was like oh and I looked, and there's just guys laying all over the place, literally. I forgot who was sitting stand. Oh, Mateo was stand next to me. I'm all, I'm not racing, <laughs> dude. Yeah, there's an,
1: like I, I'm gonna be honest with you, like that was one of the gnarliest things I've seen in, in quite a while. Yeah. Just so many orange helmets just
0: flying everywhere. Yeah, the whole wrecking crew went down. Huh? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I
1: tuned.
2: I saw your video, and then I tuned in. They had that live stream. Yeah. I tuned in, but they didn't. The live What's stream it? didn't start till after that. Oh I really?
0: Guess, so.
1: What yeah. was Mosman doing, dude? Like, he cut off Falk, and then he almost cut off, well, who was it? Trevor Stewart. Trevor Stewart. And it's just like, dude. That, yeah.
3: That was, I, was that Mosman?
1: I yeah, that was Mosman. Yeah, it was, John. That was Mosman. He's just like, he let Jesus take the wheel on that one for sure.
0: But, uh, yeah, so then Falk hit him and ate shit. Yeah. And then, who, I don't know who 65
2: was. Ezra Ezra Lewis.
0: Ezra Lewis? Yeah. That he's MXA?
2: The fastest UPS delivery driver ever, yeah.
0: Okay, so then he fell, and then Medeiros was next to him. So I know Medeiros, like, dislocated his hip or broke his pelvis or something. hmm And I don't know who the other rider was, and I don't know the extent, but I think he broke his femur or something. And then there was one guy that was knocked out because he commented on my Instagram, that was me laying under my bike. Dude. But he said he's okay,
2: but I don't know. And yeah. then there was another crazy one, like six or seven races later after the start with another guy another couple guys KO'd I guess
0: was that the one Eddie Morales yeah
2: Eddie Eddie hit a guy KO'd after the start yeah
0: and then in one of the the Pasha 125 race Mm there's like seven guys down the first turn dude and Pasha was one of them and I think he was waiting for the red flag but they didn't throw it (laughs) just laying (laughs) down waiting yeah (laughs) so Josh crashes and then he got up and he won at least one of the 125 pro models oh did he yeah you
2: know, wow, I'm
0: surprised a, he was okay. That's pretty. Did, crazy. That
1: that almost like makes it whew, a little bit worse, right? Like that is <laughs> like after just causing that, after like causing chaos, like everyone's just like getting hauled off on a stretcher and in an ambulance. He's like, oh, I'm okay. I'm gonna race. Mm. I mean, like I get it. I mean, that's Durback race him. It's like dang, yeah. It's like getting away with murder. So who won? <laughs> Carson Brown won, right? Carson and Brown went. Surratt uh, got
2: second.
0: Surratt and Carson Brown went flip flop. And Surratt were, was on his Craigslist Killer, too. Dude, the 20-year-old. What? CRG Dude, that vintage. thing is sick. And they Dude, had I think twisted
2: YZ300s, yeah. him and Stewart.
1: So yeah. I think that the J... was it J, Is it JCR? Yeah, it's JCR. J-haun. I think There's they K- gave it a little bit of revamp. Oh, yeah. Because oh, okay. that, thing, that thing sounded and looked good. I was going to say, because that thing wasn't
2: very quick last time I saw him <laughs> riding it. But, I mean, that's also...
1: That's also him, too, there Dude. at that track. Like, he's so good. Either,
2: everywhere. He has been, like...
1: He's ripping right now. So I got the. He's
2: riding good. I got to go out to the desert a couple, like probably a month ago, and watch him just clean up at one of those district races. Dude, some like how fast he was going through some of the areas, I could not believe it. He's ripping right Mm -hmm. now. And dude, like
1: I've ridden behind him at some of the outdoor nationals. He gets so creative with his lines, man. Mm -hmm. It's like, dude. It's like whenever he's riding, it's almost like whenever you watch like Jeff Ward or RJ or somebody at Carlsbad, like back in 86 on a 500 dude, like some of the lines that he takes, it's like, dude, sometimes the track is at its roughest and he barely hits the bumps. Like he's going outside to inside, inside to outside. Like he is so creative with his lines. And like, I feel like that, that helps him a lot, especially like in the off-road world, you know, maybe that, Mm -hmm. maybe that's something that he got from his dad being so, you know, so good in the off-road world as well. But like, I remember just being behind him at one of the outdoors. I'm like, where are you going? And then like, <laughs> and it's like, dude, he just rides away from me. I'm like, fuck. All right. Yeah. I mean, he was he was getting some good results in outdoors the past couple of years, yeah. and then mm-hmm. whenever he transitioned over to the off road stuff, like, dude, I mean, he just carried that over.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Carson Brown and Surratt in the two or the open class, and mm-hmm. then Ryan Morris won the 125s. That's sick. Beat Alessi and Mosman, I think, for the overall. Yeah, Morris, fat
1: ass. Dude, yeah, he's sick.
0: Top finishing rider with a kidney belt under his jersey, too. <laughs> but, uh, okay, 250 Classic Glendale. I think that was even more boring than the...
2: Uh, kind of. I- yeah. After After the race was over and we got to go through, through Instagram and scroll through some of the corners that didn't make it on TV cameras. I was like, oh, that was kind of exciting. Like, how about Yoder getting dragged by dude, Thompson?
1: Dude, his full on of ass was out too. Oh my God. You see the, there's a video on Twitter that like, yeah. this chick got from the stands, like his full on, like, just his, <laughs> like, it's like he bent over first. So, like, his whole hole was out like, for the, for the stand, for like the stadium. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude, I'll have to pull this up. How
2: this did Thompson not, hilarious. how did he keep going and not realize something's going, something's wrong? Psh, I don't know. Did he think that there was <laughs> yeah. a
1: rock stuck in his chain or something?
0: But like, uh, Casey said, Yoder, Got up and was like yelling and then looked down and his pants were down around his <laughs> knees. So I'm like, was his dick out too? I mean, I don't. Dude, But hilarious. that picture from the stands is so good, Yoder's butt. Yeah,
2: because on TV you're just like, oh, Yoder's got a second place start. And then he's just gone. And I, I seen him like rolling around a lap later and his gear is all torn up. And I was like, what mm.
1: happened?
0: OG gear.
2: OG.
1: Oh, dude, I have to find the video. But dude, like his whole ass was like out. dude. Yeah. I like the video. like like Millsaps at Vegas. Yeah. The video Chris
2: Post got of like the top two guys coming through just like, you know, just on it. And then here comes Thompson with Yoder just oh, like in his <laughs> back wheel.
1: And apparently like he was pissed.
3: I would have been too. Yeah. How does that even happen?
1: Anton, did you hear anything else about that?
3: Uh Oh, yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> so then I guess he got into it. I was watching.
1: Heard he watching- like waited on him like and shit.
3: Yeah. I was watching him get up, and like he had white pants on, and you could see the tire marks and like the <laughs> redness on his body, where you're just like, wow, dude, Yoder got ripped up. But then I had heard earlier in the day that there have been a couple people like alleging that Yoder's running a big bore kit, and that when he sees a certain somebody, he likes to give it a quick rev just to like fuck with them a bit. So then uh, after this whole incident with him and Cole Thompson happened, the AMA's like, hey, we, we need your bike. Come bring your bike over. Yeah. And then they tore his bike down. Yep. Uh, but it's it's fine. Yeah, no. But yeah, so hectic night for Hunter. Uh, I was going to ask you if you had heard about that, Chase, because yeah. I, I figured you did. I heard a but, little bit about it. But dude, you know, like we've said this before, it's great to see Hunter riding as well as he has. I mean, we've seen that kid around forever and just like mm-hmm. step by step getting better, even if it is like an unexpected route, I think than we all thought he would take. But uh, yeah, I love that carnage that's like, that's the thing that sucks, dude. You guys keep talking about how boring of a race it was, but mm-hmm. I'm thinking about everything that happened from like ninth back to twenty second, and it was carnage <laughs> everywhere, and it was so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody keeps saying, like, "Oh, that race sucked," and I'm like, "Dude, I watched a hell of a race."
2: Yeah, it's definitely more exciting on the ground.
3: Yeah, but yeah, dude, but I'll tell you this: I'm paying the cost for it right now. I don't know if you guys have heard, but a lot of people like don't feel that good. Uh-oh. Uh i feel terrible i like saturday night was leaving and i'm like man i feel like shit
1: yeah i heard that the carbon monoxide was bad
3: no i think it's dust dude Mm. i think it's i don't think it's carbon monoxide i mean i think that and some other stuff definitely played a factor in it but when i was in the stands on saturday every seat was like coated in this like real super fine dust right Mm. and if you brushed up against it it was all over your clothes Mm. and then it just kind of hung in the air all night I feel so bad. I woke up at one o'clock this morning and my lungs were on fire. My eyes look like somebody poured bleach in both of them. Like I feel like shit. And there's a lot of people that don't feel good. I think it's just a dust thing. And then apparently there's some really bad pollen Mm -hmm. out there right now. So I don't think it's as like the Minneapolis situation of last year. But goddamn, it feels worse. Sounds like ten times worse.
0: Mm. Yeah. So there was uh, somebody said there's and then it does have a grass lot. Yeah. There's a message yeah. board thread about it. Is, it. is it fans, too, are all jacked up?
3: Yeah, it's mostly fans that are saying, like, dude, I didn't drink. I didn't anything, but I feel like I'm hungover. And I feel like I'm hungover still. And it's been two yeah, days. Yeah, I
1: did see some tweets about that. Like, some people were hungover, but, like, they said that they felt even worse. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean?
3: I slept. I, I, I barely. I woke up and got on the plane, and I'm like, dude, I, I just put me on my seat because I just want to fall asleep. I feel so shitty. And then all day yesterday just felt, felt terrible. So, that was weird. Like that track was really dry. It's drier than it's ever been for there and yeah. and like Aray, you know what do they got to do to make that Arizona dirt stay okay all day? They got to soak it like yeah. it is a slime pit that first practice of the day.
2: Mm-hmm. I wonder if they you I got to assume they Arizona's been getting as much rain as us, if not close. Like I wonder if they they were worried the dirt would be too wet so they let it they've just been drying it the last couple weeks more or something. I don't know. I didn't expect it to be that dry out
1: there.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think I, I know, think they
1: they keep it covered and they keep all the dirt like in a. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah.
3: Thing. I guess it stays it's been on a property. Lot too. It, yeah. It's on the property at the stadium, but then oh. they used a bunch of the dirt for the BMX triple crown stuff too, because those are mm. some pretty beefy jumps out in the parking lot. Yeah. So the dirtworks guys were telling us they didn't have all the usual dirt that they have, like they used every single like crumb of dirt that they had to build the parking lot stuff and then to build the track. Uh, but for your point chase on the rain that's only going to make all those flowers and all those trees and stuff yeah. bloom. Mm-hmm. And there is a grass parking lot that everybody parks in for super parking. And every car was covered in the same dust as the seats were inside. So like, Dude. you know, it's just a allergy, like super bomb, that, it's kicking yeah. my ass.
2: That's how, that's how I'd be every time I, or the couple times I went to Sam Boyd for monster cup or whatever, my yeah. allergies kicked my ass the week. So after. So bad. That. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I think we should, you should do the BMX triple crown, maybe one race next year. What do you mean? Like we should just send it, see if we can get in. Kenny Taco Bell could set us up, <laughs> yeah, <with a> monster, <laughs> and just drop in.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> would you do the Would you do the drop in in the first jump, Don? Oh no! Hell yes, no. he would. Hell no. No. He would. Yes, he would. That'd I be think the
1: last would. thing that he ever did. My yellow dad would <laughs> be <laughs> gone.
3: If you made that drop in look like that wall cliff at Whistler, Don's like, oh yes, I'm. Yeah. Sign me
2: yeah up. We just got to add some boulders on the lip, and he'd be like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No,
3: and no. he's all day. Hey, uh, you,
1: you know that, that noise that he always makes before he crashes? <laughs> oh <laughs> shit. Oh, oh boom.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is this pick on swap day? Dude. No,
3: that wasn't. Hey, Brayton, we were me and JB were watching the practice on Friday and he looked at me and he's like, Anton, how much money would it take for you to drop in off that? And I'm like, a lot, dude. A lot. <laughs> but then I was thinking about Don. I'm like, fucking Don would do it for free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, not on a BMX bike, pal. <laughs> Hey, okay, so a lot of rumors about Joe Shimoda and where he's going. Dude. So Racer X recorded
2: Ra- Rockstar, right? Mm hmm. And I had heard HRC two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like my my thinking is HRC because he's a Lucas Myrtle guy.
2: And he just bought a house that's not even built yet in Corona. So I yeah, don't see him not, going to Florida.
0: Yeah. Well, There's no that's way. That's what I was thinking when I was driving here. He yeah. just bought that house and.
2: He got an offer to go to Florida last
1: year and didn't take it because he didn't want to go out
2: there.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Hmm.
1: I mean, I mean, if you think about Joe Shimoda, you think about, like, I mean, he's one of the guys that's coming up to win, right? Like, I mean, he's he's probably getting paid to win. Like, so I would say that Honda and Husky, they're probably throwing him an offer, what, at least 300 I hope so, yeah. Yeah, say say they shoot him an offer three hundred and then he can go out and get gear for mm-hmm. I don't know, one fifty, one seventy five. Honda
2: though, not at Husky.
3: No, uh, apparently Husky's not doing that. Yeah, Ooh. Husky's not
1: doing that anymore. That's why Husky's in the conversation now. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Makes sense. So
3: So and that says a lot about uh the market right now of like think about yeah. who's doing what. You know. This could huh. be like, Hey man, corporate company owns this now. We need to pull yeah. some stuff back.
1: Mm hmm.
2: Yeah.
3: Dude, um, Mitch
2: can't let him go though. I I can't believe there's even conversations of. But him
1: leaving. I mean, Mitch isn't gonna let guys get their own gear.
2: I know, but like you gotta match it. You gotta find a way to match it. Uh, I
3: mean, Cali, um, somebody does, yeah. Dude, I mean,
1: I feel like yeah, someone has to, but I don't. I just, and, and another thing too with these other deals, they're probably promising a 450 ride.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's true.
1: Especially Husky because fuck, they ain't got nobody.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. What's Husky uh, gonna do for the last five Supercrosses?
1: Yeah. I, don't don't know. I was, was trying
3: to. would not be surprised if RJ's on a bike at least one or two rounds.
1: You think? Because I, I, I mean, was I think it might have been. How was your weekend? Did you talk to him? Yeah. Some. I. I don't know. It may not have been you, but I could have sworn I heard him say that somewhere that he was gonna focus on you know winning this outdoor championship. So like he was gonna be practicing for outdoors.
3: Hmm. Huh? Yeah, I don't know because they're gonna need somebody, and RJ's, RJ's not going anywhere anytime soon Mm -mm. as far as bike brands go. So
2: you know who the only guy I was because I was after we saw that Craig was hurt, I was looking, and I'm like, the only guy. (laughs) Morans Mafia. No, I could see them grabbing Justin Hill, maybe. Yeah. I could see him Yeah, like, but him no,
3: he can't. He can't. He'll just sign to do World Supercross. Oh, that's right. And that's what he wants to do. Like, he'll wants to go do that stuff because Josh is supposed to do it too. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: Just and yeah, throws a wrench in shit, hey? Yeah.
3: Mm. Yeah, I mean, but then this, really, you got to think about this. This goes back to, you know, probably biggest silly season ever. And yeah. it all hinges on does Eli race again. So we go back <laughs> to the start of the co- of the podcast, and it's like, he's yeah, going that? or not, because until it does, all this 250, 450 stuff is is going to be playing a, a big part in it. Um,
2: I think there's a there's an open seat at Star though, regardless if Eli races or not. From what it sounds like. Oh really? Yeah, that's a, yeah. The last week or so, I've been hearing some things that maybe Dylan's going somewhere else.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know you know for um the joe thing like back to that honda does need somebody they've mm-hmm. they've spent so much time and so much money in just the last two and a half years with hunter and jet and that bike is great it is oh so God, much better so than what the last two years of geico were and no disrespect to anybody at geico that was just the platform it wasn't that good at the time mm-hmm. um they have chance there. Chance chances you know part of it it's not like they're gonna go farm him out somewhere it would be great if honda they need a marquee talent to help drive that program along because you can't just put all that weight on Chance's shoulders in his rookie year and think like, yeah, it's going to crush. Like they do need somebody else. that's going to keep that bike in the front. Um,
1: Now, would they outsource that to some like other, like say like a satellite team?
3: I see. I've heard for the last three years that Phoenix is supposed to like steadily get more and more and more involved in, in, in the wake of Geico Honda leaving Phoenix Honda is slowly like filling that void, but they have so much that they're already responsible for. And then, I mean, I think you would have to move, you know, Cody move, Cody Shock move across the country to really mm-hmm. go do that team and all that. So like if, if they do farm that out to a satellite team, one of those guys is probably going to have to go to North or South Carolina. Yeah. And I don't think that they want to do that because, um, chance just got comfortable down in Florida. He's riding at the 83 compound. He's doing all that stuff with those guys every day and then i think joe is like the most logical step for a lot of reasons but Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens
0: dude joe's got to stay on japanese bike
3: yeah that's true
0: can't be like the most successful rider from japan racing a european bike
1: i think that that has maybe have a a lot to do with it too like Mm -hmm. i mean so you have honda ktm and husky all three you can have your own gear deal as a 250 guy that's a lot of money yeah Mm -hmm. that's a lot of money sitting there and, then, and I uh, think, too, these agents are pushing for some of these riders to go to these teams because that's more money for the agents as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then mm. all these rumors about uh, Levi going to KTM, does that mean Volan's out? Like, I haven't heard I think, anything about Volan.
3: I'm thinking Volan's going to GasGas. Yeah. And Which, that would make sense because he was a Troy Lee kid for so long, yeah. and I don't think that Michael's going to be there anymore. Yeah. I think that Michael's getting ready to get moved over to Triumph. But, um, I heard Pierce is staying. Oh, maybe that'd be good. I mean, something, but I heard that Michael even was like, Hey man, could I do supercross only? He's had a mm-hmm. rough go. Like this is, and it's a bummer for him because, uh, he had so much potential for this year. And then now he's kind of in the weeds of like, what do I do?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Orange helmet <laughs> with his brother. Well, <laughs> <Cool. clears
3: throat>
0: Um is that it? Trying Are to we think- wrapping up? I mean, I dude, dude I mean, quite
1: to honestly, like I mean, like Styles Robertson got hurt, you know, Oof. this past weekend. Like that was a tough deal. But I mean, there wasn't much going on in the two fifty class. I mean, Enzo Lopes, he came from the back. Um, he was up there in that first start, but it all you know, it got restarted and then he had that crash. Where's he going? I
2: say he gets moved up. I think he needs to go to to PC if they lose McAdoo. Or not McAdoo, uh Joe. I think he needs to
1: i mean
0: i
3: i don't know if i was club i would do what i could to keep that kid
1: yeah totally totally. 100 percent. you know what i mean yeah he
3: he is enzo is such a diamond in the rough and we've talked about it for so long like that kid's good so good he i think he needs to be in like a place that's not going to put a ton of pressure on him that's just going to let him do what he's got to do
1: and i Um, and i think and i think club mx is that perfect spot right because he does he's better he's a better supercross guy um club mx is you know has one of those slots for world supercross he can he can make money at club mx i feel like right like doing the world supercross doing supercross over here and then you know some of his brazilian stuff i feel like he could i mean he could make really really good money i think doing Mm -hmm. staying there
3: and those guys don't want to be viewed as a b-level team much longer i mean that's why they got jeremy was to to take it in perception to the next level. And if Enzo can do that with him as well through his results, I mean, that speed is there. You know, yeah. the kid is very, very fast. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Derek Kelly. He's been building for quite a while. And then, it, you know, he falls and all that stuff, but he was running in fifth in that first race. All by himself. Start, yeah. All by himself, just doing the laps. And I was psyched for Derek because getting to know him through the, how was your weekend interviews over the last few years, you could tell that that dude really, really wants it. So that was cool to see him have a good ride. Just, Right where he needed to be. No issues. Fifth place. It was good. Yeah. And
1: Anton, going back to Club Max, like, have you ever uh, been on YouTube and watched, like, sort of, like, their vlogs that they do during the week awesome. and at the races? Oh, my God. That like, facility is beautiful. It's, it's, awesome. Awesome. it's amazing. Yeah. Like, what they're doing, like, you know, like, giving, like, the, like, rider insight, like, during the week, on the races... Like I I mean, I remember being at club, you know, and doing those motos there. And uh even with B Haas uh making like having like those little speeches, right? Like, you know, if someone needed to, you know, needed to hear something, like he he made it like super knowledgeable. I mean, that was even like whatever I was there about five years ago and to see like him still doing that and uh and just I don't know, like I feel like those videos are really, really good. Yeah, I Yeah. agree. They need to keep doing those for sure.
0: Right.
3: dude brandon's smart too we were we were under the club truck on friday and he was like reading the ingredients on some sparkling water and he was like oh you can't have that that's bad that's bad for you too and i was just like wow dude this guy's yeah. like a full-blown like nutritionist, nutritionist oh, yeah. on all of it it i like i want to go there i've been like close to going to club two or three times now and then something happens and i don't
2: mm.
1: uh you I should take your two-stroke for the open house it's it's a great time
2: yeah i want to go check that's it what
3: out. i've heard i'd love to go check it out because um at the track, they're so hospitable to us and they're always super friendly and super polite. And we like all the guys that are on that team. Um, but to go see what they have there and to ride that track and just to see how from top to bottom it is like it is a full it's a full scale program. Yeah. And so I'd like to go see it.
1: What's their, was it like team manager, media guy's name? Uh, Mike Banaki? Yes. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. He's a good dude. Cool. Yeah. Very good yeah, dude. Always goes out of his way. He's just a super nice guy. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He's a yeah. good dude.
3: Oh, Supercross Futures. Uh, I mean, we did talk about Juju and all that stuff. Uh, it was cool to see Ryder D get what he needed to get done. But it sounds mm-hmm. like a lot of those kids are going to go stay and do that series another year. They're not going to jump up again. So what? it seems like Juju's? Yeah, it seems like Juju's going to do Supercross Futures again next year, and yep. maybe Daxton. Yeah. And then a uh, couple others.
2: Ryder. Ryder will go. No, Ryder's going pro. Ryder's going uh, up uh, outdoors, but I, I heard the same about Dax and Juju for sure. Yeah.
3: And then the thing with Ryder is he doesn't know if he's going to do the other two or if it's time for him to start doing outdoor prep because, yeah. you know, Fox 1, is, Fox Raceway is coming up pretty soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. that
2: kid's like only been riding Supercross this whole year, I feel like. so.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> hmm. um, I mean, shit, that's about it. What do you say? I mean, Phoenix was pretty like, meh. Meh. yeah, oh, pretty. Yeah. Oh, all
0: right. Let's talk about your helmet. Did you get one? You went there, right?
1: Yeah, I went there. Uh so
0: went to HJC mm-hmm. headquarters. Yeah.
1: So like there is uh there's a new helmet in the works. It's uh HJC Ralph, like the so they're they're sort of taking like the technology Nate, old Ralph
0: like that Nate Adams wore?
1: Yeah, so like they're taking like I feel like the technology from like the road racing side and bringing it over um to dirt. Uh, you know, we got a sort of like a like a rough draft of like the, the first helmet. Um I was able to speak my opinion on it. And uh, hopefully they make a couple more changes. Like it's not there yet, but uh, was I it love the look of the, the helmet
0: same there. sort of meeting like we did six no. or seven months ago. No, this
1: was at, that they had the actual helmet there, like it's full mm-hmm. carbon, badass. Like full. It's so at first it's going to be like a like a like a race helmet for for like athletes only, mm-hmm. and just to help develop it, and then uh, and then and then it would soon. I guess their plan would be to you know soon. Put bring it, it in stores. Yeah, yeah, bring it to market. But uh but yeah. Um got a little bit of input, get a little bit of info on it. Um, it was great. Yeah. What does HJC
2: stand for? Hongjong company. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah.
0: Something like that. Huh.
1: Hongjong, yeah.
0: Jong. Hungry Japanese guy. <laughs> I'm ready to go eat. Yeah. All right. um, yeah. I guess that's it, guys. We're gonna wrap up this week's podcast presented by Pro Taper. Uh, Thanks for listening and watching. See you next Monday. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 1⁄8-inch handlebar and the micro-handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders,